Hi, and welcome to today's episode of Dr. Simone's Mindspace. Today, I am back again with my dear friend, uh, Vanessa. She um, has a company, her own um, health company. It's called Fermeta, and she will probably talk a little bit about this now, too. But um, we're going to talk about aging, right? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, welcome. Thank you. Yeah, aging is one of my favorite topics to chat about. Um, everyone has their own ideas and opinions and feelings towards it, and I think it's important to understand everyone as an individual, what their relationship with aging. Right. It's also interesting, we just, I just said, like, the, the fact that we got wet today and rained upon and in Switzerland we have this saying that it makes us more beautiful if oh, really? we got rained upon in May <laughs> so but then but then having having the response of like oh no it's okay I'm already beautiful enough so the idea of like okay um, we don't need any more beauty I think beauty is, is, is something that is related to age and acceptance of, of your age as well right yeah um, so I'm curious about your opinion related to... Well, I think it, it shifts with time, your mm. opinion of beauty, what you value. I think, I mean, I've always thought um, youth is wasted on the young in terms yeah. of um, what you perceive as beauty when you're young mm. is it's so different to what it is when you're older. I mean... That's true. It, I know it's cliche, but so much of it is to do with confidence and how yeah. you can really work with what yeah. you have and accept mm. what you have. Right. And that's the most attractive quality in a person, I think. Exactly. Yeah. And I think beauty, uh, I mean, it comes from a lot from personality as well. Mm. For me, if someone's giving and uh, kind, uh, I mean, the beauty radiates from them. Mm. Yeah. That's such true. a beautiful thing. It's true. It's true. Yeah. It is true. But, you know, then we go on Instagram and it all gets Yeah, I just forgotten. wanted to think. <laughs> I was just thinking about that, too, when you, when you mentioned the young young generation and, and their ideal of beauty and yeah. how it's it's really, it must be so hard to be young nowadays and, and be sort of exposed to all the... I don't know. Pictures. I mean, I think it was the same for us too, though. Yeah, right? in different I mean, ways. But always... I think the level of exposure is yeah, just so think... pervasive and so quick. Well, yeah. I think also because they have access to changing how they look yeah. so drastically as well. Yeah. I think when we were young, they, you know, we, we didn't have access to all of these surgeries and modifications mm. and even putting filters on your camera that sort of stuff yeah, right. it wasn't you think we had to accept ourselves mm. more mm. than what you have to today yeah. yeah if you don't like something about how you look today you can change it yeah quite easily yeah so the question is should you yeah that's I mean, true and right? then the question of being a feminist comes mm. in as well um, what should you stand by? Yeah. Um, yeah. Are we going to go deep on this? Yeah, it's interesting because this sort of feminist approach to it, I think, is, is also sort of, it's, it's kind of loaded when it comes yeah. to sort of, you need to follow like a role, a model, ideal of what it is to be sort of feminist mm. if it doesn't align with your own ideas. Yeah, I don't think you can be a good or bad feminist. Yeah. I think yeah. I, I don't think it, it should even be in question when yeah. it comes to these things. But I knew they do often get yeah. conflated, and yeah. that's why I'm 
it's worth talking about. Mm. Um, but I think it's worth analysing you know, why you want to change yourself, mm. who are you doing it for, Right. Um, asking yourself how you want to age, what does ageing gracefully mean to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's worth yeah, assessing your motivation. True. But when it comes to your company, it's actually, you don't like the word anti-aging, but... Yeah, I mean, I, I you, get, you, yeah. Still, you still do a, pro, a product that is actually helping us stay healthy and younger yeah. in our skin for longer. Yeah, I mean, I phrase it as what I'm doing is the research I'm involved in, the products I make are aimed at extending our health span. So we're looking at how we can optimize aging. So we're enjoying life better. The benefit is you will look better. Mm. If you're healthy, you look better. Yeah, absolutely. The more collagen you have, the better you will look. But also the healthier you will be. So Mm. they both go hand in hand. Hand in hand. Um, Yeah, you can get a lot of aesthetic procedures done but it doesn't mean your insides are healthy no right so it should be in balance exactly so that's why um that's what i'm trying to do essentially in a balanced way what would be the sort of recommendations when it comes to this balance because i think a lot of people are nowadays so out of balance that you do something very extreme on the one on one side or the other and go to like a health detox clinic for 10 days with no sugar no nothing and and eat like completely nothing and then you go come back to a sort of a status quo lifestyle and and are back in in your old patterns how do you make your lifestyle be more like sustainable for for actually keeping that healthy way of, of living such a good question I'd like to know how you do it. So (laughs) I kind kind of know a few of your secrets. But yeah, I mean, that's exactly what it's all about is making sustainable choices. Yeah. So you have a lifestyle built around this rather than, yeah, I I mean, it may be a hot take for some, but I'm against the detox Mm. lifestyle as well, doing these detox juice cleansers. I think essentially they are bullshit. You shouldn't do them. Um, there are other ways, more sustainable approaches. I just I, always thought, I had a, I remember so vividly, I was living in Shanghai, I had this friend from South Africa who, who uh, told me like, oh, I found this amazing juice company, you know, we can do this juice detox and da da da, and it's amazing, la di da. And I was like, I was, I was actually a bit sort of, sort of admiring her for having this courage to do this. And, but then I was like, hell no I just like food too much for actually yeah. <laughs> not eating and just drinking juices so I bought a couple of juices which I really liked but yeah. but they were just a, a nice add-on to the rest of my diet but like no no I mean essentially instead yeah. of doing you know a two-week cleanse or two weeks of eating barely nothing mm. um put a lot of stress on your body you should be every day giving your body a rest giving your digestion system a rest just like we're sleeping you should be also essentially fasting for at least 12 hours which is pretty easy to do because you're sleeping most of it Mm. and so you know not eating too late at night um 
yeah, is already <coughs> something sustainable that you can do. And again, it's not doing it on weekends occasionally is, yeah, is fine. Exactly. There's always exceptions, but yeah, I don't think it's necessary. I think this is a real sort of goopy trend, which may feel like you're getting fast results, but again, it's not sustainable. No, you're so spending the, a the hell of a lot of money on like overpriced shoes. Yeah. Routines just rock in the end of the day if you yeah. keep it keep it like a healthy routine yeah and you've got to look at where the uh, evidence is coming from as yeah, well that's from true. these juice cleansers yeah. or yeah. um fasting diets so yeah my friend, husband's yeah. um phd professor she she's a very big um person in in researching diabetes and mm-hmm. she's actually been been um promoting interim fasting for a long, long time to actually have benefits for reducing risk of diabetes. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. it's and, really uh, clinically it's proven. Very, yeah, and it's, it's, it's in a way funny because it goes back to how we were in the Stone Age. And I, I've done that almost my entire life, but I can tell you how much how much trouble I got into. Oh, you know, it's so asocial if you don't eat lunch with us. Yeah, Why you don't are you eat not breakfast. having lunch yeah. with us? And I'm like, I'm not a lunch person. I just don't like lunch. I love dinner. I can eat mountains of food for dinner, but I like to sit down and have a meal, a relaxing meal. And if I eat a big lunch, I'm just completely exhausted for the rest of the day. And it just is not me, and, and so I never done it. And I, I can literally eat whatever I want without having any any issues whatsoever, ever. So you just have one and meal a day. You have I dinner. Have, no, I have. I, I eat some fruits Very and light. chocolates yeah. during the day, um, but then I eat a proper proper dinner. Um, um, yeah. So I wake up, get eat chocolate <laughs> a little bit, nice. and then like a, a praline or like a one piece of chocolate, and then and a coffee, and then uh, around eleven, twelve ish, I will have some fruits and and some chocolate again, okay, yeah. and in the afternoon some chocolate, and then in the evening I'll have my proper healthy nice. like dinner with 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 everything, and then you yeah. go to bed like two hours after yeah no that that part i could do better i say i eat late uh, relatively late and then around eight nine until nine ish ten and then i'll go to bed 11 something so i could do that better two hours but so it's it's i have no issues falling asleep so therefore yeah it's like and yeah but, but, but you're that's listening my, to your body. And that's yeah, yeah, great. that's actually what I think is the most important. And I felt very reassured by, um, not really this, like into Ayurveda in the details, and you have to follow it very rigidly. But it felt very interesting reading the um, foods that were listed under my um, type. Oh, and yeah, I felt yeah. very confirmed for the foods yeah. I actually love yeah. were, were the ones that were good for me. So. You would it's love the genetic analysis we do yeah. as well because oh, that's the yeah. whole thing with Ayurveda. It puts it understands that not everyone's the same. Yes, exactly. And 
because this is a lot of is based on genetics yes right? so for example you can tell from genetics what your chronotype is if you're a morning person or yeah. a, a night absolutely owl. you i would assume morning, you're very morning very early because you're exercising yeah. in the morning as well yeah i get yeah. up very early yeah. easy always been the first up in our family yeah. yeah the fact that you can get up and go for a run in the morning yeah and i'm I, I don't need a lot of sleep either mm. which is which is that also her, hereditary maximum six hours okay yeah i i really do not need a lot of sleep and i'm never tired during the day yeah but but i think it's and i know that i need much less sleep than my partner mm. um definitely around two yeah. hours less and Everyone's it's different. and i'm functioning completely fine even mm. better than him often mm. he, him being more tired than i am so i think it's really this is a very my family's like that too they are my dad doesn't need a lot of sleep he's like a combination of a night owl and an early bird yeah probably and he 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 definitely doesn't need a lot of sleep yeah um, so so yeah i guess that's that's just so what i find is of, when we yeah. look in the genetics people already kind of, yeah. they do know deep down and and the yeah. same with the food right yeah. we, we all kind of love spicy food but my brother my dad and i we react so badly to spicy food which like get this red face and sweat and like really like it's not for for us because we're all the pita yeah the fire types uh, i guess or whatever you want to put it in any other way if you don't want to go into the ayurvedic direction but um, mm. yeah that's that's very interesting i think right. i think you know that okay yeah. it's cooler food that is good and dry food and I don't like cream cakes, but I love cookies, like mm. dry. And that's also part of the yeah, rice okay. and dry food. Yeah, yeah, I find it fascinating. So I mean, interesting. It's part and, of yeah, understanding and if you itself. just listen to 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 your body, mm. I think then you you know what you need as well. Exactly. But I think that needs a lot of training. I know that that sounds very easy. You just listen to your body. It's not so easy. Not anymore. Um, because we are quite detached. But I think when you do a lot of sports and when you're physically active, you know your body very well. Yes. And when and you, know you know you, you can, yes. Yeah. Yeah. When you can avoid all the marketing that's flying at you at the supermarket which basically tells you you should be eating this and that mm. which can be highly confusing yeah i think once you know to ignore that then you can really understand what your body wants and needs but we help a lot of people with all these lab tests to further assist to, you know get back on track to what their body yeah really needs or or um you know yeah if they've become i that actually detached. have a question for you because i just did some lab tests and obviously the the iron levels are quite low because i i only eat fish i don't eat any meat what were they anymore. do you remember what they were 10 oh, yeah. yeah should be getting an infusion so so i got these uh, la, uh these tablets now and i'm not very happy about it this this very my uh, tablets are horrible yeah. Do you want to get an infusion instead? Not really, Not really either. because I hate infusions. Do you want to eat some meat then? <laughs> no, I don't know what to do. <laughs> Honestly, I'm in a big dilemma. I mean, you can yeah. get it from vegetables. You've got to yeah, combine it with vitamin C yeah. to really make it bioavailable. It's a lot more yeah. work yeah. eating you know, I eat a lot of beetroot, which is apparently high in 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 iron, mm, just have and a lot, I always a lot of like that. Yeah, and I love lemons, so I but guess I should. But it'll it's be probably too little to 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 make the deal. But um, yeah, I mean, yeah. maybe stick with the iron tablets for a bit just to at least build up your reserve. But they bit. can really be hard on your digestion. Yeah, sure. it is really 
quite troublesome. I, I, since I mentioned I sleep very well, but um, the last couple of nights that was definitely not the case. I woke up feeling super nauseous in the middle of the night. And the infusion, how come you don't want to have the infusion? I hate the, the, the needles. needles. Stuff, yeah. yeah, I just actually fainted last time. Oh. Yeah, so, uh, well, that's not fun. No needles for me. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> but, yeah. Okay, so you only eat fish and no meat. Is that because yeah. of... Um, oh, just, just I, I, I like veal, but I haven't been eating much veal because in Sweden it's not very common to, to have it. And um, seafood is very good in Scandinavia and in Asia as well. So I have been eating mainly seafood. And when I did re did eat meat again I got very bad stomach and really really bad if you so stop eating meat you change your microbiome yeah, yeah. therefore my husband's a gastroenterologist so he was like yeah That's no right. surprise <laughs> and I was like Ugh, I don't want to have this experience ever again it's horrible so yeah that's very handy having yeah. a husband as uh, yeah, a gastroenterologist. It's, it's very handy. <laughs> yeah. His mom is actually also one, and she's absolutely no fan of these uh, iron tablets. So, yeah. 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 But 10 is too low. So. Uh, yeah. yeah. But I mean, it's amazing. You don't feel fatigued or anything. No. That's the thing. No. So, it's, yeah. Yeah. So, we'll see. But, but so that would be one of the things you would find out in your, in your tests yeah, yeah. too, right? One of many. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We yeah. test all the nutrients and it yeah. shows you how well you're absorbing mm. the food and you're eating. And how many tubes of blood do you need to share? Well, it really depends on... First, we have to assess you through a consultation and really yeah. uh, decide what biomarkers we're going to mm-hmm. look at. So if you've... Some, it's a, it's a, it's a lot, but for others, it's not just a few. Yeah. yeah. Let's just say three tubes okay. or something. It's nothing... Mm-hmm ridiculous okay but the dna analysis this is just a little swab yeah yeah so that's okay. nothing yeah nothing traumatic yeah but it's important to test these things yeah i just read um, an article in the economist that they are um that you can now screen children when they're newborn for any like a lot of different um hereditary disease like um which are genetically based and they're debating which which ones to actually um, list on a, on a on a test because a lot of parents may not want to know about their children in the future having like higher risk for cancer yeah. or diabetes um, or, or things like that but they would like to know if their child has a risk in childhood and also whether it's like a very straightforward yeah. yes or no or exactly. if it's like it has a tendency that parents don't want to know the no. tendency so, no, I think that's dangerous and I think yeah. it's really important there this conversation and I thought it was very interesting to hear it mm. because how much information do you want and how much information is actually beneficial for yeah. a patient or a a, a client and it, how much is actually harmful because you start to to wonder or you know question and and if you yeah. don't know exactly what you're dealing with i mean yeah. we already know quite a lot don't we when we just yeah. look at our parents health and yeah. our grandparents health what our cancer risk is what our heart disease risk is i mean it's not like we're completely blind yeah, that's about it, these so things true. Yeah. um so a lot of the genetic results are already in our ancestry and and these these ones they do is also a bit iffy because if you it's not yet that we are so being both scientists we know that everything 
that is sort of like a multi-knowledge thing is always a bit to take with big Brain caution. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Absolutely. obviously it's not the truth. And yeah. it's not very developed yet to be able to actually give proper Com- yeah, yes and no answers. Yeah, and that's yeah. because it's it's not... Even if you are at risk of dementia or breast cancer, it doesn't mean you are going to get it. Exactly. So yeah, it's whether you really want yeah. to be the risk is I think yeah. I think it's a bit dangerous and that, I don't go in that yeah. area at all. Yeah. I mean we I think it's relevant to know if you're a child if you do have celiac disease or if you've yeah, got yeah. you know, these kinds of, of course. conditions. Um, but yeah, it's all got to do with relevancy as a child. If it's relevant yeah. as a child yeah. then yes, but yes. otherwise But otherwise no. Yeah. If yeah. these are yeah conditions that may mm. come later in life than not. and it really goes back to what we were talking about and what you mentioned with this balanced lifestyle that you have to live a balanced lifestyle to or have to it's it's beneficial to do in order to have a healthy yeah. or it, like to optimize your your, your trajectory there's always, obviously always the only that much you can do, but but at least do what you can if you to, to live a healthy life. Exactly, and a lot of that has to do with getting access to the right information. Yeah. So, and I think that's the challenge today. Yeah, that's the that challenge. There's too much There's misinformation. too much information, and the misinformation is there. So this is why we we should keep on talking exactly. and, and really sharing the. The knowledge and the information that yeah. is necessary. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, that's the mission. Yeah. Um, and that's why I felt so strongly about leaving the bench and doing what I'm, you know, the lab yeah, bench, yeah, doing yeah, what I'm doing. Course, yeah. because, you know what I mean? Um, For the listeners. There's, there's too many people following the wrong information. Yeah. And that's yeah. really, yeah. Yeah, this is also why I'm very happy to focus now on more like working with public health on 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 um, improving the access to information through digitalization and sustainable health mm. so you really sort of targeting yeah the the consumer the end user by being fostered to in- share the information from science to to the people yeah, yeah. that's important yeah, yeah. So this is also our mission, I guess, for our podcast together exactly. to share the information. Exactly. So to be continued, I'd say. Yeah. Thank you so much for oh, today. It's always a delight talking to you. Likewise. All right. If you have any questions, you can always reach out to us over our social media. Um, we will share those in the podcast. All right. Out to the rainy Zurich. <laughs> Yay. Bye. Bye.